Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Today on the show, we have Mario Lopez. He is an American actor and TV host. He has appeared on several TV series in films and on Broadway. Mario is the host of Access Hollywood and the nationally syndicated radio show On With Mario on iHeartRadio, as well as a husband and a father. I have known him for years, more than 30 years to be exact. He started his career in commercials, but got his big break playing A.C. Slater on the hit show Saved by the Bell. That's actually where we met. Today, Mario and I talk about our days on set together, including the things we didn't know we didn't know. We talk about the changes in his career and mine over the years and how we learned to adapt to them. He shares his recipe to maintaining a balance between work and a successful relationship at home and what he believes is the secret to that successful relationship. Hi, Mario. Hi, how are you, Bethany? I am good. So I just want to tell this audience that I met Mario Lopez, who to me in my mind wasn't Mario Lopez. He was this just like cute uh, Latin guy on the set of the Saved by the Bell Beach episodes. I was there that summer. I had met a guy named Todd Levitt, a senior vice president of NBC Productions on a plane because I almost missed the plane. I was the last one on and they had no more coach seats. So they gave me, they upgraded me and gave me a first class seat. So I was sitting next to a guy called Todd Levitt. I don't even know if you, did you know him? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, okay. So this like sort of, you know, he had a mustache, like a corporate type of half cool guy. And we spoke and I never speak to anyone on planes. And he said he never did either. And we spoke the entire flight and I kept up with him. I hustled him. I was going out there with no plan. And and he, the next Tuesday, I went in to meet him at uh, NBC in Burbank. And I think I had a Ford probe. And he gave me a job for the summer to be 
uh, a PA on Saved by the Bell. I didn't know what Saved by the Bell was. So <laughs> I didn't know what Saved by the Bell was. And it was, he said, be at the Surf and Sand Club, which was this beach club yeah. near my dad's house. Uh, and actually, no, I was driving my dad's car, my father's car. And it was six weeks, I think, of beach and craft services and these young, popular, cool kids that were actors on the show. So that's my perspective as a person, as a PA, a production assistant. And how old were you and how far into Saved by the Bell was that? Um, I was, well, I started when I was 15. And okay. I might have been second or because we were actual teenagers playing teenagers that's why mm -hmm. I think it maybe resonated with kids at the time because prior to that there was a lot of like 35 year olds playing teenagers right uh, like in Greece and whatever so um that was the most fun I had too by the way at the beach because we were outside of the classroom it was fun and I specifically remember you because you were rocking this like really cool dark tan like straight from the Jersey Shore dark tan and I was like oh she's cute and um um, but you were all about your business and you were working hard. And I remember, but you were real cool with me. You were real nice. And I remember, and I just, I remember the, the tan and the short shorts and, uh, we were in Malibu and it was, uh, a really, uh, good time. Denise Richards, I remember was in the episode where I rescued her from the beach. And when I interviewed her and stuff once in a while, we look back and laugh and they'll play that, um, clip. But uh, it's funny when you when you think of that certain time. I remember the songs that were around during that time. BBD was really big, Velvet DeVoe, and and it was uh, it was a lot of fun because the majority of it was in the summer. And because we were minors, they wanted to shoot um, without having to worry about school and social workers and what have you. But uh, yeah, that was fun. I always like when we got to get out of the classroom. Well, it's funny because yeah, your mom was with you every day. Yeah. And I remember, um, yeah, so I must have been like 16, 15, 16. Yeah. yeah, your mom was with you. And I was only well, how old is I I think? Well, no, it's different. Yeah. How, well, how old are you now? 48? I'm, uh, I'm 49. Yeah, 49. So you're 49. I'm gonna, I'm gonna so I'm 50. Wow. Okay, so th I'm three years older. But then it seems really older. Like I oh, yeah. thought to flirt, like you and I flirted a little but when you're 18, and it's 15 that you're not flirting with like, the guys yeah. on the trip and also, no, you might have, you might as well have been thirty. <laughs> exactly, it felt different, and back then it wasn't the same. Like older women and younger I, men wasn't as common as now, yeah. and I just felt so. You just all were like you were you were on a television show. Like you were so lucky, and I was just in such a different world, and I was just trying to get. I was getting this like view into your experience and your fame. And I remember Elizabeth Berkeley's mom, she was out there from Chicago for the summer and she was always upset because, uh, because, um, Tiffany Thiessen was getting like the cuter outfits and that was a drama. And some of you had hooked up with each other. And like, I was just getting bits and pieces, but from my perspective, I've seen Leah Remini came through there and she yeah, was that's in a right. Leah Remini was in those episodes. That's right. She, yeah. Tori Spelling. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So, um, that's how I met you. And I know. And I, and then I vividly remember, and I remember meeting you when you were sitting down. It was so funny. So to see you when you, um, um, were on housewives and all that. So I was like, Hey, I know her. And, uh, it was cool to see you, uh, do your thing and progress and, uh, uh have all your success. I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, that she, she's always been super cool. Well, it's interesting. The ebb and flow, right? So you guys were already famous and many people in that situation, don't ride it the whole way like you have. Like then to me, you guys were all superstars, but obviously most people who are 
teen stars aren't going to go the whole distance. And I was a nobody making no money. And I ended up having this career. So you really do, how much does it matter who you meet the whole way up? Like you meet them on the way up, on the way down. Like you have you maintained relationships the whole way? Really good um, ones? Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I've always been trying to be cool with everyone. I'm just this kid from Chula Vista. I'm first generation here. And, and my parents, had, my dad worked for the city. My mom worked for the phone company. Real blue collar folks that had nothing to do with the entertainment industry. And I just sort of fell into it, to be quite honest. But once I fell into it, I fell in love with it. And um, and like my dad said, be getting a regular job. So I've always had like a strong work ethic and, and a sort of a hustler uh, mentality. So whether it's uh, acting or, or singing or dancing or hosting something, I've always kind of wanted to have a um, an iron in the fire to, to try to have something to um, fall back on, also do extra opportunity to sort of create and and once I, I uh, became a father and a husband, I, then the the hustle even went next level. So uh, it's a very tough transition to go from a child actor to uh, being taken serious as an adult. And the thing that I don't think people real, really realize is the show is a Saturday morning show. So we were we were making cartoon money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I like to say, it wasn't like we were making like friends type Seinfeld right. type. You know, I mean we're. Yeah, doing better than your average little uh, 15-year-old. But at the same time, it was not like retirement money. I don't have to worry about anything. So it, it was a lot of fun. I did it for five years. And uh, never did I think 35 years later, it'd still be on TV. We'd be doing reboots. They're talking about other like movies. It's like, wow. Never did I think that. But I look back on it fondly. I got along with everybody really well. I was very grateful for, for the opportunity. And... Um, and being able to do uh, the show, but I'm not gonna lie, it was tough, sort of transitioning and, and kind of being taken serious in, uh, in 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 a more mature light, just because people pigeonhole you in, in a certain way and, and start to typecast you because you're constantly in their presence as a as a teenager in in, in that character. So that's why when I got into hosting um, and working with Dick Clark, it sort of changed and rewired my whole mind and outlook on um, entertainment in in general. And I said to myself, you know what? That's what I want to be. I want to be the Latino Dick Clark. And I want to be on your TV for the next 50 years. So, you know, thank God. Um, now that I'm about to be 50, you can't really lie about your age anymore because of Google right, stuff. Right, right. <laughs> now that I'm about to be 50, you know, I'm, I'm busier than, than ever, Bethany. I, I, you know, I got a nationally syndicated radio show. Um, on with Mario and iHeart in over 120 markets. And then um, I do uh, Access Daily, which is sort of my version of like Regis and Kelly, um, which comes out at 12 noon on NBC. And then at night, of course, I got Access Hollywood. So I'm on TV an hour and a half every day and on the radio for another three hours every day, Monday through Friday. And then I'm on the weekend show. Um, and then I'll still act and do stuff. Like I do I have a deal with Lifetime that I do a couple holiday films, one that I uh, star in, another one that I produce every year. And then I'll squeeze in like this week. I'm working on the show Hacks, which is a great. Oh, nice! Show. Yeah, and, um, and and it's cool because I'm a big fan of that show, and and they're so talented, and I love Jean Smart. My scenes are with her later today, so I get to. I'm pretty much sequestered here at Universal, um, so I get to 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 kind of do all that fun stuff, and all the while, you know, I'm a dad to three kids, and I coach my son's wrestling team and help with jujitsu. I'm there with my daughter in gymnastics and dance, and you know, with a little my little guy just turned three, so. Uh, dealing with all that so it's it's 100 miles and running and and uh, chaotic but uh, you know I, I wouldn't want it any other way 
My fiance is into jujitsu. People get really into it. And he's watching all the videos oh, nice. and he likes it a lot. Yeah. Oh, um, nice. What belt yeah. is he? He, d I don't, I don't, I gotta ask him. I don't know. He's got, and a guy, I just hired a security guy here who is like has the full cauliflower ear. Ear. Yeah. He was like a marine sniper, like yeah. full. Don't um, mess with anyone with cauliflower ears. I know. That's what I heard. Yeah, exactly. He's one of those crazy guys. Gun carry. You know, he's a cop. Um, but you know, I'm. I noticed that like, well, a couple of things. One, you seem to really adhere to structure and reliability and like you've got the trains running on time the you know you're doing multiple shows but you're doing the jujitsu and, and you're doing the coaching and you're keeping it all together and it sounds like that sort of structure and reliability is something that really holds it all together like it's like it's like the glue that is binding all of it because it's a grid yeah it, it really is and then uh you know i squeeze in a lot but um Got like a great assistant that helps me. But honestly, like the quarterback of the team is my wife. She's she's awesome and very understanding. And she knows that it's a fluid schedule. Um, and she's she's so supportive and great. And obviously with the kids um, and, and, and handling their activities, because they're getting really busy and doing their own thing. Like my daughter just did like a movie and she, and she didn't want to be in that. Like she just kind of like fell into it. But my wife, I met on Broadway and she's like wildly talented, sings, dances, acts, all that. So the kids are bound to come out with. Oh, no. interesting. Oh, yeah. Between so, the two of you. Yeah. So my, yeah. So my daughter's done that. My son's done some stuff and he's, and it's, and again, they don't have agents, just certain situations sort of presented themselves. But aside from that, they, they, they all sing, dance, play the piano, gymnastics, wrestle, do jujitsu, <laughs> except for my three-year-old. He needs to start stepping it up. He's just kind of hanging out being a three-year-old outside. Of have him, you been though. approached about a family show? Um. Yeah, I have actually. And you know, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't really have time, number one, but number, uh, but other than that, I, I kind of, I don't want, anytime I see kind of the, the people go there either as a, as a couple or as a family, it doesn't seem to bode well. So I'm like, I don't want to throw a monkey wrench in it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't need to open Pandora's box. I agree. I was just curious. And, yeah. you know, from my perspective, watching you, you're so, I love the point that you made about what you were making per episode, because people just think when someone has fame that they automatically have money. And I've seen those numbers and they're not, you know, that dramatic. You certainly weren't going to live off of Saved by the Bell money, but it certainly was iconic. I also relate to you being pigeonholed into that because obviously I was on a show that has a specific uh, reputation. So to bust out of that says a lot about you. And it doesn't really matter. How, like you you had a trajectory. You saw something. You may not have been right, but you, you had a plan. Like it sounds like you were like, oh, that hosting trajectory and not that many people have that exact plan the way you were doing it like you saw the board and were like I'm gonna bob and weave and left and right and I'm gonna figure it out and go on that road and you've stood you've stuck pretty close to it like you've probably you've shifted and more has been added but it sounds like you secreted it you were like you envisioned it and kind of have made it happen and I don't know because I wasn't watching your career I don't know what happened between say by the bell and dancing with the stars but from my perspective, and that was early on in Dancing with the Stars when it was like very new. Yeah. That very blew you up. Like that really gave you something that you hadn't had. Or is that not true? Like you could have gone either way. And that really like took you to another level. It didn't. It's funny because, um, well, prior to that, I, I uh, the game sort of game changer for me in my mind is when I got to work with Dick Clark. I kind of did the, the male version of The View. It was only on for a couple of seasons, but it was called The Other Half. And it was Dick Clark, Danny Bonaducci. Dr. Jan mm. Owens, he was the plastic surgeon, the one that had Kanye West's mom and 
when, oh. when all that trauma happened. Wow. Uh, and then myself, I was the, the, the single guy in my 20s, right? But I realized I love hosting because I'm like a natural host. I, th- I, I think the thing about hosting, because it's a whole other skill set, if you will, as far as to acting, it, it's either in you or you're not. Like, I like people. I like people. I like to talk. I like to entertain. I like hosting parties at my house, whether it's like game night or barbecues or just fight nights at my house. I just want to make sure everyone has a good time. And essentially, I think that's what you try to do, whether you're on the radio or whether you're on TV. You're, and I love the world of entertainment. I get excited to talk to people on TV or uh, in the latest films or music because I love that world. And so I think they, they. But they you have to that. be able to play by the rules too, which you're good at. You're good at structure and that dynamic, which I'm not. I mean, I scare people. You don't really scare people. You ride. You get right up to the line and you'll like tiptoe over, but you don't really cross it. You are. You could easily be in a corporate job and play by the rules. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, you're right. You are effectively, by the way, with the people you work for. You are effectively have to work in a structure like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I am a corporate guy. I'm an NBC Universal, you know, uh, corporate right. guy over here. And and uh, I mean, my, that's not really my personality. I'm not like a, a guy that's trying to be salacious or get the soundbite. I end up just trying to ask questions that I want to know, that I think people maybe want to know, just have a conversation, not necessarily an interview. And then they end up feeling very comfortable and let their guard down. And ironically, they end up divulging probably more than they wanted to anyway. Yes. So, I, yes, yes. And I think, you know, they can tell that I've, I've done my homework and I'm prepared or that I'm really a fan. And then they end up sort of responding that way because it's, it's kind of, you know, it's hard to fake it. And these guys can tell they've done a lot of them and they don't, you know, necessarily exactly. want to the whole time. But, um, but I think, yeah, just being a, a person that just kind of likes to host things, whether it's events or parties or what have you or shows, I think came very uh, natural. Um, and the fact that you could pursue it as a career and having that conversation with Dick Clark, when he, so, so I, I, I'm proud to say I became very friendly with him. And he just said, hey, Mario, you got to start looking at yourself as like, almost like a brand and, and someone that can be in uh, people's uh, family rooms for the next 40 years. Um, and as their friend, and, and wow. I think that's where your strengths are, and you should maybe lean into that. And so I, kinda, wow. I listened to him, and I, and I kind of did. And so it kind of changed the whole world for me because when you're just an actor um you're at the beck and call of like a lot of things that are out of your control mm-hmm. opportunity there's timing there's certain things that need to line up and it doesn't always work out right and, and a lot of time can go by and things don't happen and you have lulls i mean you look at brandon frazier who's just recently nominated for an oscar right. uh, academy award and it's so cool to see because him and the young key quantity that was nominated too for everything ever all at once they both had big lulls Mm-hmm. like years not doing anything and then you could see how grateful they are and so you know and which is a beautiful thing but um i like to stay busy and i didn't want to wait around for the phone to ring and i wanted to again kind of just kind of hustle and, and and do what i had to do and not be known just as that kid from say by the bell i wanted to 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 be known as uh mario lopez and 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 to uh to do other things but what if that's a great message though about the lulls when people just there hasn't been a wave there hasn't been a set it's yeah. just flat. And, you know, what are you doing during that time? How do you keep motivated? And how do you know you're even swimming in the right direction? Like Brendan Fraser, for example, like these people that they're still hustling. We just don't know it because it's not clicking. It's not hitting. The match is not igniting. So what is that about that time in between? You have experienced that. Absolutely. And that's when before I had this, the different outlook on on realizing there are no rules. So if I'm not acting, that doesn't mean I can't be doing a play or I can't be hosting something else or I can't be, whatever the case may be, doing something else. If, if you're 
full on focused on being a thespian, then it's then it's tough because so many things are out of your control. Mm-hmm. You can be the best actor in the world, but just maybe the opportunity is not there, the timing for whatever reason. Um, there are many factors, um, which, which is just unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. But I didn't want to I didn't want to just sit around and wait for the phone to ring or just just kind of keep preparing. I wanted to I wanted to work and I wanted to, to be in this business in as many different facets and uh, capacity that I can be. And I didn't think that um, just focusing on acting was going to do it. So that's why I started getting into the hosting and the writing and all the other different things, much like yourself. And so now, you know, got my hands in not only the jobs that I told you, but um, God, I got my face on stuff from shoes to dog food to egg beaters to all kinds of stuff. So it's kind of going into uh, all that other um, space uh, uh, in the commercial world has, uh, has worked out well, too. What's your favorite thing? Like, what is the thing that you just sit down and note like it's like no time has gone by and you just are like, and what are you the best at? What are you actually the best at? And what's your favorite of all these things? I think I am the best at hosting just because it comes most natural. I've been doing it a long time. And I think I've kind of found my groove and and um, niche in that space. Um, and that's in any whether it's live and I'm hosting this universe or my show here or doing the X Factor or by the way I also host fights for uh, uh, HBO Boxing and now I'm just doing a thing for UFC and so that's a whole other side of me. So I'm a huge you know dude. So that's a whole other audience just with the guys. Yes. A lot of females uh, watch the entertainment world, but with the guys I got a lot of respect because I box, I do jujitsu, and in that UFC world, that sort of Joe Rogan world, I've been doing a lot of different stuff too, which is kind of cool. That Street is cool. Wise, but that's like a passion of mine, and so I like that. But I think being able to um, um, do the radio show has allowed me, because of its intimate, sort of like this, it's very intimate format, you can really uh, relax and, and be your, your most self and talk about the most intimate random stuff. And do you, who are your boys? Do you bro out? Like, are you like guys night and vague or no? You What's the, what is, what's the dynamic there? Because you got three kids, you yeah. have a wife who's running the program. So... What's your social life like? She's, I mean, she's super cool and not to be corny. We've been together like 14 years and it's, it's better than ever. We have fun. And, you know, I, I, I just cause we're married. I, I always make it a point to, to date my wife and we have, um, we have quick little, uh, uh, getaways, whether it's to Vegas, which is only a 45 minute flight from here or to, we like to drink a lot of wine. So we'll go up to like uh, Santa Barbara or Paso and a little hour and a half drive and just even for a night or maybe two, just take away from the kids <laughs> and uh, to be alone is fun. So I have fun there. And then, yeah, she doesn't give me a hard time. I want to hang out my, with my uh, buddies, but to be honest, cause I get so tired now. Um, that's like, I need like, if I'm going to hang out with those guys, I say, Hey, pick one night. It's either Friday or Saturday. I can't do both. <laughs> cause right. I need the rest of the week to recover. Right. I'm more of like, I'm not the club guy anymore. I'm like the marathon dinner guy. Right. So we have a nice marathon dinner. We have some drinks. Maybe we're smoking. We're doing, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like that guy. I like to go see shows. We go for fights and a lot of couples nights, this and that. But I mean, I'll hang with my, my my boys and we'll do like fishing trips every once in a while. And then, but most of the time, it's a lot of couples nights or um, I'm with my wife. And I, for every year, we do a vacation with the family. Then we'll do one just her and I and we'll get away. Well, this is totally 100% true of all the things you've said that you do. I think the most impressive, most challenging thing is maintaining a relationship. Not only, and I, no bullshit, like full on. That's what I really, really think because I, I don't come from 
successful relationships. It's a discipline like you with jujitsu that I have to work on and really think about because I haven't seen it. It's like seeing a unicorn, a positive relationship. I've seen every kind of dysfunction in the world. So I ask you honestly, like how hard is it to have a successful relationship? There's no question that there probably have been stresses and highs and lows. It already sounds pretty amazing that you check in with each other to do these trips, et cetera. But like, what is it? It's got to be hard. 14 years. That's impressive to me. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you know, just like dynamics of any relationship, you, you, you have your ups and downs and we have our, our little tiffs and stuff, but honestly, they're, they're few and far between. And I really think it's more about the timing of like when I met her in my life, the time I met her in my life, when, when I came into hers, because that I had, I met her five, 10 years prior, I would have messed it up or it wasn't, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have worked out. I honestly think it's not about the right person. Everybody says, oh, do you meet the right person? You'll know. I think no, it's the right timing. <laughs> it really wow. is. Timing. timing is everything. And I was at the right time in my life when I met her. She happened to be at the right time at hers. Um, I'm a little older, so I think it takes guys a little um, while to mature <laughs> to get their it's act It's so together. true. Because it really my does. My fiance is uh, 45 and I'm 52 and we don't, he lives in Boston and I live in Connecticut and that sounds crazy. And when we first got together, we wanted to like glue all the pieces together with the calendar in theory, like, the, oh my God, we're going to do this and it's going to be perfect. And then reality happened with his life and my life and my career and my fa and families. And we had to construct it based on what our reality is. You know what right. I mean? Like Absolutely. yours is based on what your career is. It's not fiction. It's not when you're the twenties and every night it's what are we ordering? Where do we go? It's just like yeah. light and bright. Now it's like real life. And what does the long road look like? And how do we make it like a Chinese menu where it's got to have all these different items or it won't be a good order. That's why I asked you because I've had people on here with all these different pieces of advice, like real stuff, not the BS, like, Oh, yeah. happy wife, happy life. Like the real stuff. Like one person said, I don't fix her and she doesn't fix me. I fix myself. Meaning I'm yeah. not solving her. You know, another person said every day we check in with each other, like, and not a BS. How are you just being like, really like what's going on? So I just, that's why I ask you because I do find it impressive and that's longevity. And I wonder what like a tool is of yours. Yeah, you I mean, really we, go to. I think we do complement each other. I think um, um, constant communication, I think, is is uh, is is key too. And and uh, you know, we I have my own thing. She has her own thing. We have our own thing together. But um, and the kids, obviously, once the kids came into the mix, um, um, as you know, they kind of like consume you and become priority number one. Um, and that brought us even closer. But um, she she's just she's she's kind of she's very. Uh, secure and she's funny she's like you always say she makes me laugh i usually feel like dave Chappelle in the relationship i always say you guys have a similar personality quick-witted because a funny girl is i think very sexy because if they're funny and they're quick that means they're smart so it keeps me on my toes so she you know she's breaking my balls a lot when we met and i liked it and so right on my toes and i like it so i think that's she's not definitely not like a submissive woman that does you know she's like a fiery italian girl from pittsburgh right so Oh, hey, guess what? They're calling. They're calling me. I got to go. I gotta go. I'm talking to Bethany Frankel. Hi. Hey, remember? Hey, Bethany. She was a stage manager on Saved by the Bell. Oh, my God. Do you remember me? I do. 100%. No. You were an intern at some point. Wow, very good. Does he have to go? 
Does he have to I go? gotta go. I'm full circle go. though. Bye. But I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna watch the episode. All right, please watch it. We'll laugh. Please watch it. All right. Bye, Mario. Okay. Love you. Okay. Bye, honey. We love you too. We got one message from his wife. Okay. She loves your dressings. And they're always out of balsamic. I'll send it to her. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Have a great day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. So that was really fun. Um, I've known Mario Lopez since Saved by the Bell when I was a PA and he was uh, an actor. And we were doing rewives today and he came on and I think he just did not realize he was supposed to have watched the episode. And instead of just scrapping it, place of yes and time management, I was like, screw it. Let's sit under another sign and let me just interview him for Just Be. So that was an accidental interview, uh, which I loved. I loved. And, you know, I love this show because I get to really reconnect with people. And it's crazy. It's like I'm like the Kevin Bacon in, in that no one knew about. I know every single person and 
I have the craziest stories and everyone's always so shocked at who I know, like that I know Mario and that I know Leah Remini from that show and Kyle Richards from La Scala. And it goes on and on and on. Lauren Michaels from working at that job. I'm just one of those people that has always just been hustling since... I was born. So Mario Lopez was somebody on the, um, you know, a stop on my train of uh, craziness. And the message really is how you treat people the whole time. Like I've always been the same. I've always been real straightforward, abrupt, a little abrasive, but straight up 100. Like Mario will tell you I was exactly the same on Saved by the Bell as I am now. And it's important because if you were fronting and stunting then or fronting and stunting now, they'd be like, who the hell is she? She thought she was, she thinks she's hot shit now. I remember her when she was a little loser eating red vines on the Save by the Bell set, you know? Same with him. If he were an asshole back then, I would remember it. He was charming. He was lovely. He had a good work ethic. His mom was nice. Like, it's crazy. You got to watch your ass because everyone else is watching your ass from the time that he was 15. He's 50, going to be 50 years old. I've known Mario Lopez for 35 years and he's the same as he was then. And now how great to watch his trajectory. So anyway, great guy. Love running into him through this trajectory, through the entertainment industry. And it's always been him interviewing me. I rolls. I'm on the Housewives, half a loser. Oh, the show becomes more successful. Wait, she sold her Skinny Girl brand. Oh, now she has her own podcast. Now she's interviewing me. He's the interviewer. It's hysterical. So I love it. I'm so happy. And he's a great guy. So hope you love it. Hope you listen. I guess that's a rant within a Just Be episode. Have a good day. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.